pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, trend alert, rates coming down, will it stop recession? We'll check in on the presidential reality show, and bleary-eyed moms, dads, and teens are everywhere. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, over there in Asia, the markets are down. Over there in Europe, the markets are up. Here in the States, markets up a little bit. Oil down a lot, almost uh, 3% crude oil. Hmm. And gold, gold's up. And Bitcoin's flat, basically down a little bit. Stocks rise slightly, but trade and economy worries persist. Mm -hmm. That's CNBC. Check this out. The Dow Jones Industrial okay. Average closed 43.47 points higher, led by... McDonald's and Coca-Cola. I guess the trade war isn't hurting them. You know what? Warning, warning, bullshit alert. It's just bullshit. But you know what's going down are the bank stocks. And they're, they're falling pretty steadily. And also the uh, Chinese foreign minister said today that the U.S. trade dispute amounted to, quote, naked economic terrorism. Ooh. Naked. Woo. Take it huh. off all those, uh, yeah. <laughs> So that's it, and um, not a lot going on, but a lot going on, because oil prices dropped, I said, they, they dropped a lot, and the reason being, it's supply and demand, basically, and we're looking at a global slowdown. The Energy Information Administration said crude stockpiles fell nearly 300,000 barrels last week, less than the 900,000 barrels that the analysts thought and well below the 5.3 million barrel drawdown the American Petroleum Institute reported on Wednesday. And so what we're looking at, remember those supply cuts that they did in OPEC? Well, they're going to extend them because oil prices are going down. They're still up a lot from when they started putting on those restrictions and pumping. They're up about 30% since they started withholding supply in January. But there's a global slowdown, and you're seeing it. But, but as I mentioned, gold prices went up, and they rebounded to a two-week peak. And the reason being, destabilization in the markets, and this is very important as well, that they're now forecasting, and I'm not making this up, mm -hmm. investors raise bets on Fed making two rate cuts as trade wars worries intensify. You know what that is. Here we go again. I'm glad this is working. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. It has nothing to do with trade wars. It has to do with a global economic slowdown. Copper prices, they're down again. Hmm. And copper, Dr. Copper, because copper is used in everything from high tech to heavy industry. And China's the biggest buyer of it, over 50%. Then you're looking at, as well, I mentioned bank stocks. They're hurt. It's more than they're hurt by falling interest rates. They're hurt also because loans aren't going out as they used to be. Stock trading volume has fallen. And, and, and in the first three months of this year, we're looking at a slide in U.S. debt capital markets 
in, uh, in volume. In other words, people buying them up. So it's bigger than that. There's a slowdown globally. There's Prime Minister Modi under pressure to fix India's economy. Central banks of Mexico cuts 2019 growth estimate. Unemployment rises first time in 15 years. And that's why today you got your trend alert, your trend alert. U.S. interest rates coming down. Will it stop the recession? Again, we're going back. We, we said in March of this year in a trend alert that the, <laughs> that the U.S. Federal Reserve with lower interest rates before economic conditions markedly deteriorate, and now everyone's agreeing with us. So that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. Now, will it stop a recession? Temporarily, yes. Uh, that minus the wild cards, right. because it may be war as things are heating up. Oil prices could go up. There could be a terrorist attack. You don't know. But minus the wild cards, we don't see a recession this year, not until late next year. Okay. Now, we have a monetary economic question, two parts from one of our audience members, Matt, and we do like your questions and comments. Matt says, have you seen the dump gold by crypto ad on TV? Yes, I did, and it's really stupid. <laughs> it is one of, it's a moronic ad that they should be ashamed of running, you know, people running up the subway stairs and dropping gold bullion. I mean, it's just stupidity. Gold has been around for a long time. Bitcoin is in the air. Bitcoin is going to stay there. It's digital. Gold is real. Oh, and they're making a stupid ad. You know what gold good for? Hey, did you ever hear gold jewelry jerk off? <laughs> you know, so come on, stop with this stupid ad. Bitcoin has its place. The world is going digital. There's no question about it. But gold is the ultimate safe haven asset. And by the way, I mentioned gold prices went up today. Gold prices, as we kept saying, watch gold prices. If gold gets strong, it means everything else is getting weaker. And gold even went up today on expectations that the Federal Reserve is going to lower interest rates as the dollar gains strength. And when the dollar gains strength, gold usually goes down. But gold knows when there's trouble ahead. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin doesn't. Okay. And the trade war news just keeps on popping out. How about this headline, Gerald? This boutique bike shop shows how Trump's tariffs can hit the little guy. What a stupid story. Look what the toilet paper record did. A whole big page over here, how tariffs turned the screws. No story about how the trade deals will help possibly Americans. Not that this guy is losing a couple of bucks selling his bikes to China. And again, if Bernie Sanders as he is, he's saying that Trump isn't strong enough on the trade deals. If a Democrat was pushing for trade deals, the papers would be supportive of it. And I'm no Trump fan or Republican, but it's really stupid that they write a dumb story like this without giving the other side of how a trade deal could help. Okay. Uh, let's get geopolitical here. Bolton blames Iran for oil tanker attacks. Does he have proof? Quote, this is Bolton. Who else would you think was doing it? Somebody from Nepal? He asked, <clears throat> declining to give details of the assessment. Could you imagine? This is fake news. Why are they reporting this? This is a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. How come they're not banning Bolton from the media? And it goes on. The U.S. military concluded that Iran 
divers planted magnetic bombs on the four ships, which exploded within 53 minutes of each other, an official said, without providing one shred of evidence. This is disgusting. It's leading us to war. People only read the headlines, and they don't know the facts. And that's why, again, you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. All right. Well, Syria regime has been accused of bombing hospitals in the Middle East. And this is the way they write it in the Financial Times. The Syrian regime and allied Russian jets have bombed at least six hospitals. This is according to two people. But what they don't report are all of the hospitals bombed by America in Iraq, in Syria. They did a great job in Raqqa. How about the slaughter of Mosul? One after another, but they don't report that, and they wouldn't be bombing these if the United States and its allies in terror weren't supporting the terrorists to overthrow Assad in Syria. All right, Pompeo not decided on extending waiver for Iraq to import Iranian electricity. Well, Pompeo should have every right to decide for everybody. I mean, after all, this is a democracy. What the hell are we doing over there? What are we doing in Iraq in a war based on lies? Where's the outrage? Zero, nada, nothing. And you get these clowns, Pompeo, Bolton. What a freak show. Larry, Moe, and Curly would really look brilliant compared to these guys. All right. North Korea fails to provide basic needs, according to the United Nations. Ah, what was that talking before about the economic terrorism? Yeah. How about that? And that's what this is. Why can't they provide anything? Because of the sanctions that the United States has on them and other countries like Venezuela. It's a crime. It's a war. It's economic drop. warfare. It's yeah. economic warfare. Yeah. It's, uh, now, um, we're going to switch gears a little bit and get a little cultural here because uh, bleary-eyed moms, dads, and teenagers are everywhere. Uh, they're too attached to their smartphones. And now we have a, a new study that finds while parents feel glued to their phones... Attitudes among teenagers moved in the opposite direction. We're feeling tension between parents and kids depending upon use of their smartphones. Well, the kids, you know, this is normal for them, so they don't see anything different about it. This is their life. Right. But you're looking at the studies, and they're amazing. And, um, you know, people go to bed with these. Most parents worry that their kids are addicted to the devices. And, and, but, but about four in ten teenagers have the same concerns about their parents. That goes on here, and how many people go to bed with these things next to them? And how many people check in the middle of the night if anybody contacted them? It's high-tech heroin. We're going to be doing a whole feature on this in the Trends Journal, but it was also one of your top trends for 2019. The nerds are inheriting the earth. The blessed are the geeks, <laughs> and they have inherited the earth. This is an important study because, again, the way parents and children look at it differently. This is just their life. So it's not, they're not addicted. This is just normal for them. Right. But everybody mostly is addicted. All right. And it is affecting sleep patterns, particularly among adults, and, and that has a lot of consequences. All right. Um, Hillary Clinton has been heard from again. She's urging <laughs> Americans to confront Russian interference. That's right. Could you imagine this? She <clears throat> was the um, speaker at the Hunter College 
graduation ceremony at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> she leveled fresh criticism at the Trump administration for what she said was, quote, its complete refusal to condemn a foreign power who attacked our democracy. That's a quote. It seems absolutely clear that we've got to deal with what has been investigated and reported. There's not one shred of evidence that Russia hacked into the DNC to show what a crook Hillary Clinton was. And the data that did come out, they spent like $120,000 on Facebook. That equals nothing in campaigns that cost billions and billions of dollars. But what's also disgusting about this, she kept going on about the so big social media platforms, which she said know their systems are being manipulated by foreign actors to sow division, promote extremism, and spread misinformation. Spread misinformation, Clinton. How about what Bolton just said? How about what your husband lied us to in Kosovo and Iraq? How about that misinformation, Miss Clinton? And besides, how disgusting a lowlife you are to give this kind of crap to graduating <laughs> students are so happy to have finally graduated and you're dumping your crap on them. It's more Clinton crap. All right, let's get to the presidential reality show. The current one, candidates add voices in the call to impeach. Yep, you got uh, Cory Booker, you got Kamala Harris, <clears throat> you got um, Juan Julian Castro, Beto O'Rourke, but you know who hasn't? Bernie Sanders did too, but he came half and half. If the House Judiciary Committee deems it necessary, I will support their decision. But here we go. This is way down at the bottom. The other the rep sitting representative in a race, or Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii, who has said she opposes impeachment. Look. The House can impeach the president, but the Senate needs a two-third vote to convict them. The Senate majority is Republican. How are they going to get two-thirds out of the Senate to convict Trump? The argument is that it's the House's responsibility to impeach when they find uh, misdemeanors and, and high crimes, whether or not they can convict enough, the House is job it's a waste is not of convinced. energy. It's a waste of energy, <clears throat> waste of time, and it's going to hurt the Democrats because Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to support it because she knows it's going to take away from the other issues that they could win on. Okay. Um, O'Rourke plan would undo Trump border policies. Yep, that's going to be a big issue, and he's trying to gain <clears throat> some strength here. He's going down in the polls a little bit but he's still up above a lot of the other ones. This could be a hit or miss for him, depending on the border policies come up with, because border issues are going to be a major issue in the 2020 presidential reality show. But do you not feel the major issue is still going to be health care? Isn't that Health care, the economy, health care, but border issues are going to be a big one too. Okay. Democrats toughen rules to qualify for the fall debate. I want to see them all up there at once, all 22 or however many we got at them. Well, it's disgusting that the Republican and Democratic Party are in charge of this thing. It used to be the League of Women Voters mm -hmm, that were in charge. Mm -hmm. And now they're, 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 they keep changing the rules of who's going to be able to debate in it. So this is the democracy of the United States. Do you know how many representatives in, a, in the United States got reelected? 
In the, in the democracy of freedom and democracy with the two ruling parties? It goes between 95 and 98% of incumbent politicians in this country get reelected. Yeah. That's not, how is that democracy? It's not. And that's why they, took, they have a grip on the system. And when I was a kid, and you were a kid, you know those Russians in the Soviet Union <clears throat> had an election and 95% of the people got reelected. <laughs> yeah, it's worse over here. All right. Well, speaking of that, guess who's running for a fourth term? Cuomo running for a fourth term here in good old New York State. So probably no change here either. Isn't that great, huh? First there was Daddy Cuomo, Mario, and now there's Andy. And again, it's one big club, as George Carlin used to say. And we're not in it. You got it. Actually, I kind of like that we're not in it. All right. Uh, here <laughs> yeah, we go. Right. Our last uh, story for this evening. As esports grow, so do their homes. A new $10 million stadium in Arlington, Texas, opened in November. More are coming. The largest esports centers in North America are being built with flexible state-of-the-art broadcast studios, 85-foot-long LED walls. And in Philadelphia, developers are planning to build a fusion arena uh, dedicated to professional gaming. We have now more people watching people play video games and watching them play actual sports. We've been talking about this. And again, it ties into a lot of things. We were just talking about the addiction to uh, high tech. And, and, and again, the obesity levels keep growing. I guess that's why they're not eating Wheaties again. You know, there's no <laughs> breakfast of champions. How could people go in an arena and get off on watching somebody playing a game to beat another person in a game is beyond An me. electronic game. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the trend. It's becoming a billion-dollar industry. But I guess maybe we're being a little too tough. Maybe it's good aerobics for the eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's you right. Know, yeah, maybe yeah, it firms good. up your butt if you're sitting down and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and getting yeah, excited. Getting excited. Oh, don't forget, if you have any questions or comments, Comments, just send them to trendvision2020 at trendsresearch.com. And again, we just sent out a new trend alert, history before it happens. What you read from the Trends Journal and Trends Alerts, you won't find any place else in the world. And while that's all the time we have for this evening, do join us next Monday for more Trend Vision 2020. <laughs>